Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me at radio station KBXL 94.1. I'm your host, Pastor Tom Doherty, and you're saying, why are you talking so light? I don't know. I really don't know, but I'm going to change it right now. I'm glad you're listening. I hope that you're doing fantastic. I hope you're loving people with the love of the Lord, and you're getting an opportunity to help people, pray with people, and be about the business of our God. He loves you. He has a great plan for your life. Our Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that you come into our lives, that you lead us, that you guide us, that you open doors for us. And Lord, certainly be with the people in Ukraine. God, be with them. Be with their president. Protect his family. Oh God, I don't know by the time people listen to this what may have happened, but God, I pray that your hand is in this and that people come to you and realize it's time to get ready for the coming of the Lord because we don't know when that will be. But Lord, we know that one day every eye will see you. Every tongue will confess that you are Lord. And Lord, I pray you just be with the people today. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for their families. Bless them mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, last week I did a week of Psalms. This week, I'm going to do a week of Proverbs. My father, later on in his life, really got engrossed in Proverbs. He read the Bible through every single year, but he always read a proverb also. So he said he read a proverb a day. You know, for all those different years, because it has Solomon had so much wisdom from God that it's just a great book to read. He always told me that, you know, spend time in Proverbs because there's some great truths. And a lot of these truths are simple truths because how it was written, you know, it's kind of written poetically in a sense. And so it's uh, it's a very unique a unique book. And of course, Solomon was supposedly the wisest man who ever lived. I said supposedly. I think the Lord said he was. But uh, the wisest man to ever live. And, and of course, his ability to speak is awesome when you, when you listen to the words. So I'm just picking out some random chapters and four random chapters this week to share with you and Proverbs. And so I hope that you'll enjoy them. More than that, I hope you'll listen to them and realize what God has for us. Yesterday in my own private uh, reading, I read uh, the book of Amos and the book of Micah, and you talk about uh, the pr- prophecy of the coming of the Lord. I mean, it was it was amazing. You start, let me tell you, you start reading those two books, and you start thinking about this Ukraine uh, Russia situation. It just it just comes to mind, and I was very intrigued in in reading how so many years ago uh, the prophets knew what was going to happen. And that Jesus would come and knew about the end of the world. I mean, just amazing type of stuff. But it was, uh, I liked it. In fact, I've been reading some other things too. I read uh, last part of Revelation yesterday. I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that gets carried away with, oh, the world's going to end next year or two years or trying to call the shot. I'm not. That's, that's Jesus only know. God only knows the day or the hour. But I'm, I'm, uh, I just want us to be ready when that day does come. Maybe it'll be in your lifetime. Maybe it won't. My dad said growing up he thought it'd be in his lifetime, but it wasn't. And, you know, I could say maybe it'll be in our lifetime. You know, it may not be. But I know one thing. Let's 
be ready. So let's get some instruction from Solomon in Proverbs. Chapter 4 is what I chose today. So I'll go through this and talk about a few things and read and talk and read and talk and hopefully not put you to sleep. If I do, wake up because you know what? I want you to hear the Word of God. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. And folks, I'm telling you, I'm glad I listen to my father's instruction. You hear me talk about him almost every day just because it had such an um, inspiration to my life. And he was such an example. And he breathed Jesus into my family every single day of our lives. And I'm so glad that my entire family uh, was deep into the things of God. And I really, I blame my father for that. My father was raised on a ranch in California, and his family was Catholic, and his his dad started going to a Protestant church, and and uh, long story short, my dad gave his heart to Christ, and when he gave his heart to Christ at 16, it was a major, major turnaround. He would tell us how he'd go in the orchard and kneel down for long periods of time and just call upon God, sit under the, kneel under the stars and call upon God for direction. And God led him into pastoral ministry, whereas <laughs> the rest of the family, I was in the farming and everything else. And Dad left Visay, California, and went to Portland, Oregon, to a Bible college. And then he pastored for over 50-some years. You know, he listened to God. He had an experience with God, a relationship with God. So that's something we all need, and we need to breathe that into our kids. I'm so thankful I've got a daughter that loves Jesus dearly and a son-in-law that loves the Lord dearly. I'm so grateful for that. I want to be a living witness to everybody that I know. I want people to know that Jesus Christ is first. Oh, I like things in life. I love going to games. I just recently went to the Boise State last season, the last game of the season, basketball game, and what a thriller thriller that was, you know, beating Nevada. And, I, you know, I love those things. But what's most important is my walk with God. Well, anyway, here we go. Let's go into verse 2. I give you sound learnings, so do not forsake my teaching. (laughs) My dad would probably say that. When I was a boy in my father's house, still tender and only a child of my mother, he taught me and said, lay hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Boy, how true is that? Keep his commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or swerve from them. People of God, you won't forget his words if you read his words. You won't forget his words if you're into the word of God. You won't forget his words if you spend time talking with him. Spend time in prayer. Prayer is critical. Even throughout the day, wherever you might be, driving down the road, in your office, doing your lawn, Boy, think about the things of God. It captivates you when you know that one day you're going to see him face to face. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Isn't that interesting that it uses the term her and uh, in these situations? Wisdom. See, you guys out there saying your wife isn't very smart. Yes, she is. She's full of wisdom. I tell you what my wife is. My wife is full of wisdom and discernment like crazy, and she has helped me so many times in my life where where I just kind of <laughs> I get along, and she just has so much wisdom. I'm so thankful to have a wife like her. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Esteem her, there it goes again, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will set a garland of grace on your head and present you 
with a crown of splendor. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. You hear that? I think that's a pretty important verse. Chapter 4, verse 10. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. He said, you honor God. He's going to give you years. He's going to take care of you. He's going to watch over your needs. And some might say, well, why did my dad die at age 40 then, if that was the case, and he loved God? You know what? I don't know because I'm not God. I don't have those answers. All I know is what the Word of God says, and I want to believe it and trust in it. He says, I guide you to the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. You know, hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Folks, guard instruction well. Guard the Word of God well. Guard what you hear from the Word of God and from pastors and leaders that love God. Guard it well. Listen to God's words. Listen to what He has for us. Don't get carried away with being... I, I just I, Sometimes I worry about people because they go to a church or something that... that uh, preaches a doctrine, it's it's our way or the highway, and it has to all to do with the church instead of doing to do with God and the Bible. Listen to what God says. This is what the Bible says, and hopefully you have pastors and leaders that are teaching the Word of God and God's truth. But, boy, I tell you what, when one comes up and says, you got to go to our church, there's just no other church, everybody else is wrong. Boy, I tell you what, I'd get my running shoes on and say, hey, that isn't what the Word of God says. The Word of God says those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. Those who walk with Him. Spend some time, folks, in First John, one of my favorite books of the Bible, First John, just short chapters, very straightforward, telling us how to live. We need life's instruction. We need to live by them. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not travel on it, turn from it, and go your way. Okay, listen. He says, turn from it. If you get going down a wrong path, I had somebody in my office the other day. They, they were admitting they were going down the wrong path. And I said, you've just got to turn. Turn away. Repent means turn away. Father, forgive me. Help me to turn away. Turn away from sin. Turn away from the very appearance of evil. If you're struggling with your attitude, turn away from those things that are causing that struggle. And say, God, I need you. Help me because I want to be in tune with you. It says, avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go your way. For they cannot sleep until they do, until they do evil. They are robbed of slumber till they make someone fall. These are talking about evil people. They eat the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence. Have you seen that around lately? Oh, my goodness. You know, the enemy has shown his head. And that's why us Christians have got to stand up and be accountable, and help people see Jesus. The path of the righteous is a life that first gleam of dawn, shining over brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. They just stumble. Because, folks, they won't turn away. If you're doing things you know are wrong, I ask you today in the name of Jesus Christ, turn away. Turn away and start doing right. Start making a difference 
in the lives of people. Start loving your God with all you have. Well, we're out of time today. So I'm going to, that was just three quarters of the chapter, but I'm going to move on to another chapter tomorrow. But hey, Lord bless you. Thanks for listening and may God be near you this day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.